Welcome to Mini Mentoring, a weekly bonus episode of This Can't Be That Hard. Every Friday, I share a conversation that I've had with one of you, my amazing listeners, about a problem or issue that's got you stuck in your photography business. We set the timer for 15 minutes and see how much progress we can make. And sometimes 15 minutes is all you need to find clarity or achieve your next breakthrough. If you've got an issue that you'd like to have featured on the show, stick around at the end to find out how to reach out. But for now, let's dive in. Hey, Susanna. It's so nice to have you on. This can't be that hard. How are you today? I am well, thank you. Excellent. I see that you are wearing a hat. Is it not as springy there as it should be by now? I'm in Colorado and it was snowing this morning. Oh, oh, painful. (laughs) I'm so excited for like moving into the warmer weather. Not because I don't actually like hot weather, but I... I'm always excited at the end of the the cold part of winter. Me too. Me too. Good. Luckily we had seventies last week. So it it changes. Well, thus is the nature of spring, I suppose. Um, Well, excellent. I have my timer here all set and ready for you. I'm going to get this started and then have you just jump in and tell us what's on your mind today. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready and go. So I am a lifestyle family photographer. I'm based in Colorado. Uh, Before kind of focusing on families, I was doing weddings and families. But since having two kids, I no longer do weddings. My summer weekends just are too precious to be spent with other families for the entire day. Um, But there's that huge income gap that I'm having. um, and, And I'm just feel like I'm a little bit stuck on getting new family clients. There seems to be some sort of gap there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about who you're, um, first of all, tell me how long you've been in business. How long have you been shooting weddings? So probably, um, probably 2010, 2011. So 10 years now. Right. Um, and then just this past year, I really took kind of a big break with COVID, was not pushing marketing. I have in-laws who their health and safety was very important. They're local and they watch my children a lot. So it was kind of, um, I haven't been doing a ton of marketing. I've just been surviving and I'm ready to thrive again. Excellent. Fair enough. I feel like a lot of people had to do some shifting around, including our clients, right? So I think that this is a period of time where a lot of people are also very, understanding of the fact that like some of us have just had to kind of fade out for a while. So, um, so that's good, but I'm excited for you to get back into the thriving portion of things too. And, you know, I, I mean, I come to this, I like to think that I, when I am talking, I, um, have something for photographers in all different genres, but the fact of the matter is I am a family photographer and I used to be a wedding photographer and, um, and I, got asked a lot when I cut weddings out of my own business for similar reasons about like, well, how are you going to, how could you possibly give up that income? Weddings are so much money. And I did that. I had done weddings and uh, families the whole time. So I had a very like side-by-side comparison to look at and dollar for dollar, like hour for hour. I believe that you make a lot more money as, um, as a portrait photographer, Okay. And you do as a wedding photographer. So it is possible. <laughs> okay, good. I love um, it. Uh, it's certainly been my experience. And I think, you know, you can, you can do it in different ways, but wedding photography is great and does have a big paycheck for each job. 
but also each job you don't get is a big opportunity cost. And the, um, the fact that it is like, oh, it has to happen on this one particular day, hell, come hell or high water. And, um, you know, all the different things and all the pressure of that single day for people, you know, it ends up being, you're, you're being paid a fair amount of money, but you're doing a lot of work and taking a lot of liability for that. So family photography can be just as lucrative in terms of like your bottom line at the end of the year, while being a lot less uh, low, a lot less um, pressure filled, I think. So, right. Yes. Sorry. I don't mean to take your time talking about how excited I am for you to move into this stage, but so, um, so yeah, I wanted to ask a little bit about who your wedding clients were and what that market looked like a little bit and how that compares with what you envision or what you have started to see as your family market. So it was interesting for me. A lot of my wedding clients were actually coming from out of town mm-hmm. and finding me. I did a lot of, um, Google SEO work. So that was kind of cool, except that they're not around to become family clients. Right. Um, a few of my wedding couples have transitioned and one of my best family clients is definitely shot, you know, the engagement, the wedding, the newborn, like the whole series up to her second child. Um, so does that answer that question? Kind of, I guess. Um, so when you say, do you mind me asking where you are in Colorado? I'm outside of Boulder. I'm about okay. 15 minutes north of Boulder and an hour north of Denver. Okay. So you are in a place where there is a fair amount of like destination travel happening. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, um, you know, outdoor adventure type stuff happening and that sort of stuff. Was that, was your wedding clientele often kind of doing the outdoorsy Colorado thing? Yeah. Some mountain weddings, a lot of farm weddings, definitely more outside than like urban Denver chic, not, not that, but more of the outside. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I would say that if that is the, you know, if that's kind of who you are and the right kind of client for you, that can translate into family sessions. And that can also, you know, people travel and have family sessions done as well. So I do generally prefer to at least have some portion of your clientele not be travel if possible, because then you really are able to take advantage of the fact that with families, you have the potential for repeat business. Right. Um, So, you know, I wouldn't say don't go for local clients, but also, you know, you can think about if you have a lot of SEO background, don't be afraid to point out like, oh, great, you're on vacation in this beautiful place. Let's go make some family photos. And you, you know, you can act for them as sort of a guide, you know, great places if they're into, mountain biking, you know, the right place to, you know, to go to get that or whatever the case may be. So, so, um, you know, with marketing, a lot of the groundwork is you getting really clear on what it is that you do best and what you want to, to kind of put forth. And then, um, and then building that into your messaging, your SEO, like all those different groundwork pieces. Okay. Um, and then, uh, ooh, I can't remember what the next thing I was going to say is, but so, um, so you've got that and then you have presumably some, you've said you have kids and you've got friends presumably who have kids locally. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, the other piece of it would be to really start focusing. You're an established photographer, which is a nice 
thing to have in your, (laughs) in your arsenal. Um, you know, it's not like you're going to be short on, uh, you don't come to this with all the added nervousness of like, uh, do I have my gear hundred percent the way I want it? And that sort of thing, which is great. Um, so then you get to do a lot of, you know, creative thinking about how can you find groups of people who are either inside your circle or sort of on the periphery of your circle that you can tap into and leverage the power of that. Like, Hey, I'm coming out of this period of COVID. I am switching. I'm taking this opportunity to switch my business from weddings to families. Lucky you. I am a photographer with years of experience. I know how to work with people. I have my own kids and I'm super excited to do family work. And then, you know, use that as part of your messaging as you're growing into that space. Have you started doing any of that at all? Or are you just on the outset? I mean, I have, I mean, I've done families in the past, so I do have some, but I haven't reached out to friends. Like I have an email newsletter and everything, but I haven't sent out an email since maybe a couple months into COVID. Um, So it's been a while since I've reached out to clients for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. So I would start doing that. I mean, that's one of those things where it's kind of like we can get in our own heads, but it's not like other people are thinking about us and being like, where's she disappeared to? Yeah. (laughs) Usually it's just a matter of like, hey, okay, well, I'm finally coming out of the fog here and I'm, I'm ready. Um, And I love that lead in like, oh, I'm coming out of COVID sort of like, I love. Well, it's a very, yeah, it's a very relatable thing. Um, And I think that, you know, the weather is changing. It's becoming, you know, a a new pretty season. You guys have all the pretty seasons, Um, but, you know, a new different season and you're um, like able to be offering outdoor sessions comfortably with even little kids. Um, And you could consider doing some sort of, uh, special, like an, an offer that is to just kind of bulk up some bookings all at once. Um, or you could do something, you know, a little bit of a slower burn and just start working really hard on consistently showing up in your email and your social media in all of these different ways and reminding people constantly that like, I'm doing families now, I would love for you to book with me for family work. Um, and then Yeah. And then I would also recommend that you reach out to any old wedding clients. I don't know if you have like a history of keeping in touch with those people after they work with you, especially if they're long distance, but you know, some of those people will have gone on to have families, start families. Um, And maybe as travel starts to open up, they're going to be coming back to visit or, you know, they have an anniversary coming up or something like that. And just reaching out to them and letting them know that this is a thing that you do now, you know, word spreads in funny little ways. Um, Most of those people, they got married in Colorado for some reason. Maybe they have friends or family here. Maybe they just travel here often because they like doing whatever they do here. Um, So, you know, it doesn't take a thousand clients a year to fill your roster. So. Okay. And I just, I have done the simple sales. So I've kind of implemented those prices. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to do a special mm-hmm. for my regular clients, but maybe for the wedding clients or something. Yeah. And-, and, you know, specials don't need to be discounts either. Specials can also just be like, I'm, I'm offering, uh, it could be, you know, I'm trying to do 
sessions in this one area where I know a farmer and the, he has an entire field of wildflowers and it's going to be incredible these, these weeks. And I, you know, I have X number of spots and I would like to, you know, you're on my list. So if you'd like one of them, claim it now. Um, they can also be like, I am switching to family work and I have a new product line that I would, you know, so I'm including a deckled edge print with the, you know, collection B or C or whatever the case may be, um, where you're, where you're giving extra, but you're incentivizing them in a couple of ways. It's that like reaching out and giving them kind of a finite period of time where you're like, this is when you should book, not just, Hey, whenever it is that you get around to wanting family photos. Cause that's the harder thing. Harder is the wrong word. That's the different thing from weddings to families, because with weddings, they have a date. It's like, I need a photographer now. A lot of people will, it'll occur to them that they need a photographer or they want to hire a photographer, but unless they have some sort of like milestone they're celebrating or something like that coming up for which they specifically want a photographer, they can like, it can just be one of those things that recycles to the bottom of their list over and over again. And so we have to give them opportunities to pull that trigger and like actually book. Okay. And sometimes just putting like a, this is going to be a really amazing week to get family photos done, put it on your calendar now. And here's the link to book, you know, it's just making it easy for them. Okay. And I like that, you know, everybody wants fall family photos here. It's like the big season. So if I can just boost, get some of those inquiries to be in the summer. Well, and mother's day is always a big thing too. Um, I can't remember now I feel bad because I'm sharing a great idea that I saw and I'm not giving credit. Somebody that I follow on Instagram, I apologize to whoever it is, um, had put in their stories a thing where it's like, hey, I guess perhaps most of the people who follow this person are the are the moms of the family is like the the um person who would be the, the celebrated mother for Mother's Day. And so uh, they said, hey, if you're seeing this and you would like a family photo session for um, Mother's Day, DM me your husband's email address, your partner's email address. And, um, and I was like, oh yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> because then you can literally sit down and just send an email to that list of people and be like, I have it on extremely good authority, like a little bird told me that um, this would make a really great present. Here's the link to book. And that's like sale done. Um, So I thought, you know, that that might be a good thing. But again, those kinds of events, take a page out of any retail store. You know, it's like President's Day comes up and they're like, oh, the big President's Day weekend sale. Like, yeah. (laughs) Can any of those people give you any background on like what President's Day is all about other than presidents? you know, I think that it's just an excuse to encourage people to like, hey, now's the time, do the thing. Right. That makes sense. Um, so, you know, I can work the my email list and work my social media. Are there, I mean, I'm always like, should I be like, could, I don't have a lot of time. I should, you know, I probably need to phrase that. So, but I don't, you know, there is so should I be like networking with local businesses that always feels so exhausting to me. And I've tried in the past and like nothing has really come to fruition. And maybe this is, I'm like phrasing things negatively. So like right there, you know, but 
Yeah, I think it's different for everybody, but it depends on you and your sort of headspace and how you like to go about things. I think some people are more extroverted and that sort of like, I'm going to go out and make a new connection with a local business owner and we're going to partner and we're going to do, there's a lot of like, you have to be extremely a little, well, I shouldn't say extremely. You have to have, you know, thick skin because there's going to be people who blow you off or whatever. Um, And then you also have to go in kind of ready to be like, I'm going to take this whole thing and plan it and do the whole thing. And it's, it can be, that can uh, in and of itself be a job to your point about being busy. Um, That said, those things can be very successful um, if they're done right. And, you know, and so if you have a business owner that you maybe already know, or you know for sure they would be a good match in terms of a similar client base and all that sort of stuff, it could be a really good thing. You need to go into any, um, you know, if you're going to propose that, you need to go with like a, this is what's in it for you kind of an approach. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, obviously they're going to understand they're a business owner that you're not doing that purely altruistically, you want something out of it as well, but you need to focus on why it would benefit them to take the time to do it and then be willing to take over as much of the work as possible. If that's not an approach that rings right for you or true for you, you know, there are a lot of other things. I don't know how old your kids are, but like preschool auctions, um, like fundraising auctions and, um, and, uh, and private school auctions and fundraisers, those can all be really good ways to get out into your local community, get your name thrown around, or maybe people already know your name because you've been in business for a while, but now they're seeing like, oh, now she's offering family photography. Um, so those, you know, it really just kind of depends on you and who your circles are and who your target audience is. And I actually, I did an auction and got like one of the most well-known like people in the area was my like, so I went and photographed his family. I was so nervous, but it was, it was awesome. <laughs> he was really nice. It was cool. Oh, good. That's good. But um, With simple sales, do you have a thought on like an offer for an auction? Like donate the session? Like what are, what are your thoughts? You're the. Yeah. So, and I do have to go. We're getting close okay. to time, but my big thing with auctions is you do have to be careful. You can't give away. Um, I have seen too many photographers who basically are like, here's an all-inclusive session. And I hope that I end up with what you just described, like, oh, and then I get famous guy X in town and they throw a bunch of extra money my way. That is such a huge gamble of your time and your resources. Um, So what I usually do, especially if you're set up for simple sales, is I um, offer something that is the equivalent, like a mini session type thing that is the equivalent of just the session fee that includes some sort of small thing. So like a mini session where they come to you and they get one digital file or they get, you know, a print or something like that. And then whoever purchases that, when they call you to schedule, then you say, great, I'm, I would love to do this for you. This is just to remind you, this is what it includes. If you're interested, I can also tell you what some of the other things that I offer are. And if you'd like to take the value of that and apply it toward a different type of session, I'm happy to do that too. And it won't be everybody, but at least if they stick with just the small package, you're in it for 20 minutes, not two hours and the hopes of a huge sale. And if they convert that into the session fee for your simple sales system, then you're going to earn a collection on top of it, but they're going to go into it knowing that. 
Okay. I love it. Cool. Awesome. Well, it's so nice to get to meet you semi face to face and, uh, and thanks so much for writing in. It's a pleasure to chat with you. Thanks, Anami. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Have a great day and good luck. Okay. Thank you. That's it for this week's mini mentoring session. If you've got a problem or issue in your photography business that you'd like to have featured on the show, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash mentoring and use the form to submit your information. I can't wait to hear from you.